Okay. Recording BTP episode. Take one. Take one hundred. Look Hopefully at that. I have my own clacker. More than one. Yeah, I see that. Do you know how many of those I own? <laughs> that is a very popular gift to people uh, in the film industry. <laughs> I think like, I have hey, like seven of them. You want to be an actor, sizes. right? You need one of these. Every I think I have. One of these. I think I have one of that size. About four of like just the one size below that, and like then two of the ones that are like really mini. Love it. You didn't come here to hear us talk about the film industry unless the film industry includes the TV show of the Wheel of Time in which you kind of did, I guess, a little bit. But Season not... 2, early 2023. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but you did hear us here. You did come here Word. to hear us talk about the Wheel of Time on this Wheel of Time podcast. The Black Tower podcast with the lovely three of us who one of us apparently can't speak English and his name starts with D and ends in annual. <laughs> Hi, I'm your Amon Khan Mahale, Daniel. I'm you the one who's so supposed to sing the songs, <laughs> but I get the words fucking wrong. Helen is singing, not talking tonight. Okay. <laughs> This is such a good start to this episode, guys. This is try, perfect. Try, try I, doing a sing-song intro to the show. It might, it might there we work go. Out better for you. Welcome to the Black Tower Podcast. Talking about Wheel of Time. Talking about hosts. Talking about gods. Talking about new season 2023. All right, that was a little bit better. I mean, I hated it, but it was a little bit better as far <laughs> as, like, the mouth worked. <laughs> mouth work is important yes well when you sing song i guess you give the you give the the signals a little more time to travel from brain to mouth that is accurate that is actually fully accurate when you're in rhythm sometimes you're like oh god this is going so fast and sometimes you're like i have a lot of space here this is great it happens it happens anyway Hi, and I'm daniel i'm another host uh i guess the keeper of the taint can I say that? Can I be the can I be the yes, sword yes. on Mahale, Please the keep keeper my of the taint? Yes. Um Josh, um, nothing would make me happier than for the Soravan Mahale to keep the taint. I You're mean, on White Taint Tower Watch. The, the the White Tower has the keeper of the chronicles, right? You're I, on Taint Watch. I'll, I'll be yeah. I'll be the keeper yeah. of the tainticles. <laughs> I've seen enough hentai to know what it is. <laughs> and I'm Josh. You know me by now. If you don't know me by now, you will. It'll be awesome. All right. Hi, Josh. <laughs> How you feeling over there, cough. buddy? 
Oh, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, yeah, you've probably forgotten me by now, which is that's fine. <laughs> no, I kind of actually hope never. that happens, like during during times where I'm normally here, not doing my best Moraine impression and just disappearing <laughs> from the tower, um, or disappearing for many many books. The, how was the trip through the red door turning around, Griel? <laughs> um, a lot shorter than Moraine's. I actually only disappeared <laughs> for the release of one book, uh, not several. So. <laughs> Oh, spoiler warning for well, anybody out there. Oh, spoiler! No, it, um, it, honestly, just seriously. <laughs> the beginning of these episodes are always a crapshoot. Yeah. Well, if you, you don't, don't know, know that now, by you know, now, you're so. all And fucked. this one is five crowns, bitches. Uh, yeah, I'm back. Um, yeah, so, uh, I am Andrew. I am by some miracle still your, your by Sean Mahal. I didn't get lost on my way back. Um, the road to the Black Tower is a lot easier to follow than the road to Tarvalon. Um, you get I, lost on that road and you travel forever. There have been but people you enjoy who've been on that road for years. Yeah. You only were gone for like a month and a half at most. So nice yeah. job. Yeah. We are apparently I mean, our signs work way better. I mean, I, w- I was kind of back last week. <laughs> That's true. No, week before? I don't know. I was Ish. back one of those Both. weeks. Ish. Yeah. You've oh, been back that? basically. Well, one, no, I don't, I don't count last week because I, I I fell asleep. Uh, I was but a tired boy. I, that's true. But uh, hey, it was fun. I honestly, last week proved that we could do an episode that was just one of us. Um, I don't recommend it. It's not super fun. <laughs> but last week when you fell asleep proved that it could be done and therefore we have no excuse for the rest of ever i haven't seen it yet but what i really want to see is like from wayne's world you know garth algar when he's on stage all by himself and they're like you ever see that episode of scanners where that dude's head blew up and it's garth just being like (laughs) (laughs) that's how i that's how i picture a solo episode yeah uh, so it's actually an hour and five minutes long of me just looking at my camera going and then and then the wheel of random time. spurts of lipstick <laughs> random spurts of lipstick <laughs> i do me would you do me uh, but only then, only about three seconds of the music to avoid copyright so. yes and then uh there's a lot of product placement uh and then it's over <laughs> yeah there's about 30 no, jergens bottles in the work. background yeah you know yeah. their whole their whole life the whole lineup of jergens is in the background <laughs> yes but yeah, no, life has been crazy. Um, I mean, I disappear for a month and a half. Uh, Josh goes on vacation to sandy places that don't have internet as well as uh, <laughs> his house, which is surprising. After after it's years of dealing with Xfinity, yeah, after years of dealing with Xfinity, who knew that your greatest foe would be the same as Anakin's greatest foe? I don't like sand. Just sand. Well, see, but you like sand for better reasons, because like Anakin's sand, like sand woes, were so dumb. Like they're the most obvious <laughs> things about sand. I don't like sand because it's coarse and it gets everywhere. Yeah, that's that's sand. It's fucking like I don't like sand because it messes up Wi-Fi signal. That's a legitimate question of like whether sand would do that. Like you didn't just define sand. 
You know, you I know mean, what it was? With your it was karma sex. for all the microwave jokes that Josh made about <laughs> me over the years. That's what it was. So you Fuck. got stuck in a microwave for days. That you literally. know the the logic tracks. Yeah. Also, I will say, uh, you being gone in Egypt and having problems with connectivity and whatnot does. I want to say an official, not full apology, because fuck that. Uh, but like, whatever just under apology is to spec. Easy there, Logan Paul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because Daniels, you trying to get us canceled. By the way, you are you are a way better person. Uh, so to put that out there. <laughs> I appreciate but that. I got I got no, some but... Logan Paul vibes from from the apology. No, 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 Did no, you no, make no, a continuous no, and severe no. lapse in judgment? No, I did not. I'm just saying that Spectrum, I have been very, very hard on you for years because you're shit. But you're not quite <laughs> as shit as Egypt Internet. Therefore, Aww. I guess I need to count my blessings that you're not as bad as Signal in Egypt. So whatever the one under <laughs> apology is, because you're still trash, but you're the trash of a very much first you're, world country that ooh, relies ooh. on internet like crazy you're so. recyclable trash there you go or compostable trash because you not still that far. have not oh that far. so I there's compostable trash and then there's recyclable trash which like only non- like eight percent is actually <laughs> recyclable um and then there's and then there's while trash. while you're sitting here listening that should, to that us, should be one of the reviews on the website their next like commercial <laughs> choose spectrum internet better than third world internet <laughs> right see exactly i felt a little bit bad when josh was like hey the signal's fucking crap and i can't get anything on the internet i was like you know what spectrum I have I have been Do a better. little bit hard on you. But fun fact, the entire time that Josh was in Egypt, uh almost daily I was getting a text message from Spectrum being like, "Hey, uh there's been an outage in your area. It'll be back on in like 3 hours." Now, thankfully, I was getting the like 90% of those while I was at work. So it didn't actually affect me like hardly at all. But at the same time, I was also sitting, like, they sensed, they knew that Josh was in Egypt. They sensed that he was having internet troubles, and that I might be giving them a little bit more credit. And they were like, nah, let's make 100% sure that Daniel knows we're still shit. (laughs) So, once you have come to the acceptance of the existential crisis that is your connection to the World Wide Web. Throwing it back there. You need to take yourself to blacktarpod.com. If you can get there. (laughs) A number of very important reasons. For one... If if there's not an outage in your area. (laughs) If there's not an outage in your area. For one, it's your one-stop shop for all things Black Tower podcast you can join our social medias we've got our instagram we got our twitter we got our facebook we've got our discord we got our patreon all things you really need to be a part of we've got our calendar on there that's going to uh show upcoming events 
We have our forums, which are kind of not active, but you could be the one that makes them active. That's it. Honestly, if you post a good enough topic. It's seed, man. Come on. seed. Uh, yeah, it's a sexy calendar. He who comes with the wine is asking in the chat, oh, we should do doudoir shoots. Sorry, random thought there. Doudoir, BTP calendars. Ozan, oh, I'm in. Yeah. Are I, you in? I like it. Andrew? I hate Andrew? the way I look, but I can make it work. <laughs> We'll get it. Love the skin you're in, Daniel. Anyway. I'm, not, I'm not the one you got to ask that question to. Um, oh, yeah. Maya. Hey, uh, I'm, Maya. I'm, not, I'm absolving he, myself with that. Maya, can he, can Maya. he be in a calendar? Can he come out? Please? Can he come can outside he for the dude bar shoot? And scantily clad, showing his manly. Can I just I'm use that? Up my boom box. You probably could actually. I'm standing outside of uh, Maya's <laughs> Maya's house, holding up my boombox, but it's not for her; it's for Andrew. But that should be there's April right there. There yeah. is. <laughs> but draw me like your French girl picture will be April. Um, oh, that one's already uh, done. We're ahead of the curve. Part part of why BTP.com is so important is because it's got a link to a very important site, which is New Creations by Jen. New Creations by Jen.com. She hosts a number of they 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 are merch producers, very deeply connected to the Wheel of Time community. Um, they do a lots of merch for lots of different content creators. Um, the most important and awesome of which is, of course, ours. <laughs> um, just kidding. That was neat. Um, there's a lot of good ones, but Black Tower Podcast does have some pretty sick designs on there. If you want to sick. adorn yourself with some of the most amazing, I mean, the most amazing merch designs amazing. ever, you need to go over to newcreationsbyjitten.com and you need to do the Black Tower Podcast and you need to get yourself some shirts and some shot glasses and all the goodness that is to be had there because let's face it it's awesome yeah if yeah, if I you put that. me on trial for being awesome you don't find me guilty because of the <laughs> evidence got him all right open and shut case and andrew what, what are we doing tonight can you can you tell me what we're doing? Just like, just like do it. Hey, could you uh, could you, could you tell us what we're what we're doing just, right now? Uh, talking about like um, I don't know, King Killer Chronicles or something like that. I don't know that one like at all. So oh, that's gonna be a bad. Gonna be we're a talking about the weird episode. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking about the super nice, uh, the super nice people. We're talking about the 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 Jen Aiel. Oh, the Janile. Yeah. Who are those guys? Do they ever show up in the in the thing? Okay, here's here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say before we talk too much about the Jen Aiel. Um. We should probably get some protection. Hmm. Yeah, no, that would be smart. Because there are lots of really spoilerific topics when it comes to this. And I'm 
I'm stupid excited about tonight's topic. So, mm-hmm. mostly because, okay, mostly because I know the things that I know, right? But I know that the things that I know are limited, and I'm really looking forward to chewing into it, just like biting into it, and just like learning more about this because I love the Jedi. I love the Jedi as a topic. Okay. Done. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tamsar Al Norm. You may remember me from the Dusty Wheel or the Black Tower podcast. I'm here to give you a public service announcement about spoilers, as this episode may contain some. As if you didn't already know that, like watching the film Titanic and being surprised that the boat sinks at the end of the movie. What? <laughs> no, moron. The movie is called Titanic. Of course, the boat fracking sinks. This show is called the Black Tower Podcast, as in from the Wheel of Time. And these three guys are Ashaman. Well, at least two of them. I don't know about that Josh guy. Anyway, you have been warned. Fantastic. <laughs> Josh, Josh is an Ashaman. He just showed up and never <laughs> went away. He just showed up one day and didn't go away. Your meatloaf. <laughs> okay, that was good. That was good. <clears throat> Thank you, Norm. Thank you, Norm. Thank you, Norm. Thank you, Norm. Norm, to you, sir, to your help. Yeah. With my return also comes the return of the soundboard. So, <laughs> um, until until we get it set up for Josh. Wait, waiting for the ball. Did I set that okay. one? Oh no, I gotta fix that one. I'm missing oh, one. that's the one I'm missing. Damn it, Andrew. I mean no! <laughs> <clears throat> my favorite line from Rand in season one. So that's all that matters. Dude, okay. Like, but that was a good scene though. Like hit it, hit it again. Give it to me, Daddy. No! Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I just love it when the Lord Dragon great speaks. success. Great success. It gives me hot flashes whenever I hear the Lord Dragon get angry. Like I love it. I love it. Oh my. Well, Mr. Rand, you all giving me the vipers. Mm. The vipers. The vapors. Vipers. Vipers. Oh. What are, what okay. are we talking about here? Snakes, F-16s, what are, what's going on? I mean, I've got a coin from the Viper West demo team. It's at work, but I've got one. They're cool, super cool guys. Well, if it's at work, then it doesn't count. Oh yeah. Well, I used to work with the Waskily Weasels. All right. So, or the Waskily Wasp- Weasel, the Waskily Wabbit. Yeah. Wild Weasels. Look them up. Uh, they're pretty. It's a pretty cool, uh, terrifying job. If you're a fighter pilot. So, so the Gen Aiel. The Gen Aiel. Now, off the top of my head, the first instance that we get to see the Gen Aiel is when Rand is in Ruidian, right? That's the first time that we know, or, or does Someshta, the green man, does he talk about them at the Eye of the World? Um... <laughs> So it's a little hard I don't to think tell. He does I think he, I think the first time we get the Genial proper is through Rand's memories in the glass columns. 
I think you're right, but it's also a little bit difficult to tell because again, I feel like the Jedi you'll get mentioned actually a handful of times before Rand goes to Ruidian, but it's in that way that you don't know that they're the Jedi yet. Like, cause they'll like say something about like, oh, Rand, you look like an Aiel, and like Aiel really like Aes Sedai, or like blah blah blah. And then it'll be like, no, most Aiel don't actually like Aes Sedai, but the Gen Aiel did. And therefore, there's like this thing. And so, again, it's these like references to a specific faction of the Aiel nation, but they don't say, oh, yeah, the Gen Aiel. They just are like, talking about them ethereally so i but i think the first time that we hear them called the genial is in the crystal columns when rand goes in okay because i i remember so semesta talks about how he's been alive for so long and it's hard mm-hmm. to remember many things um mm-hmm. that's right that's so right. and most of, uh, i think a lot of what he mentions is either triggered off of what he sees so uh like uh like he who comes with the wine just said in the live chat you know he he addresses Rand as uh being a, either a member of people of the, of the people of the dragon or as a child of the dragon well no I think yep. it was people of the dragon people um, of the dragon yeah cuz he makes the children of the dragon um which eventually become the children of the corn i'm sure that's i'm sure that's canon um we'll see so let us be the lord of the flies unit yeah Lots of bacon in the Lord of the Flies. Prince of Ravens just becomes Ravens. <laughs> That's so Raven. <laughs> oh man! I'm well, sorry. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. It, it is uh, okay. It is so, funny. so the first time we get the actual name of the Genial. The first time we understand who they are or, or what role they played in the uh, in the books is when Rand is going through the crystal columns and Ruidian, and he's going back in time through the eyes of his ancestors, and there is an ancestor who witnesses the boar, who witnesses the drilling into the boar, right? And he's like running down the street and someone knocks him over and goes, watch where you're going, asshole. And then the lady there is like, oh, dude, he's Jen Aiel. And the guy goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Jen Aiel. Like, you get the sense that they still have a very like way of the leaf approach to life, the universe and all things. Um, but in this point in time they are widely respected yes. like it, it, it imagine imagine because i know everybody who has a driver's license and who drives down the street can identify with this imagine getting into a car accident nobody's hurt it's not a serious car accident but the other dude is clearly at fault and you get out and you're like, what the hell is wrong with you? And then you see the guy behind the wheel and he's a Jenaiel and you go, I am so sorry. Like, let me take care of this. Really? That's the equivalent 
of the amount of respect these people had for the Jedi. In that one interaction, it sets up this very large foundation of respect and love that the people have for the Genial at this time. Well, you know they come from an, another group of Ayu. Uh, they split during the breaking. So they so they, they all start as the Dashain, however you say it, Dashain Ayu. And it's during the breaking that they split into the Genio, uh, mm -hmm. the Tuathon, and then, of course, the, the modern I.O. that we know. Right, um, right, right. That might be what Morshavi just posted. Well, I, no, it's not. Uh, He's talking I would about actually say that I think it's it's actually not into three, really, because I think that the Jedi Eel really do just sort of become the Tuatha'an. I think that either they die or they become the traveling people. There's not really like a... I, so I guess I they do sort of split into three, but there are no Jedi left. The only thing that the that actually is a remnant of the Jenaiel at this point is the Tuathan in in a lot of ways. Well, by book one, yes, but I mean like uh, initially, yeah, that's that's that what we you know some, of. You have some that's yeah, because you have some that split, and they maintain the way of the leaf, but they're also going to yes. try to maintain uh, that Aiel so somewhat lifestyle, that mm -hmm. uh, desolate lifestyle out in the desert. These are going to be the the Gen Aiel that go on to like build Ruidion and and go into the waste and are trying to uphold this promise uh, fully to the Aes Sedai, peacefully to guard everything. Yes, um, that is. The two Tuathan are going to be the ones that still follow the way of the leaf, but kind of go a different route. They don't go into the um, well, they hmm, they okay. stay in the Westlands. And then you have the modern IEL who, uh, through the visions we get to see through uh, Rand and Avienda, obviously take a different uh, trek. That's interesting, because I actually always it's thought how that I it think was... About it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, and that's totally legit. And now that I'm hearing it, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but it's also interesting, because I've always thought that it was... Uh, the breaking happens, the IEL that are basically at that time all Gen Aiel, but they're not Gen Aiel because there aren't factions. They're just Aiel. Um, go to the Waste. Right. Um, or are sort of headed to the Waste because, of course, they fracture before they actually make it to the Threefold Land. Yes. Um, but they are all sort of headed to the Waste with all of these carts of Terangrial and everything for the, the Aes Sedai. Um, and they start to fracture. And in my head, it was always that's when the factions of Aiel happen. But then there's also the the Gen Aiel, which is now a faction of the Aiel, which is sort of the originalists. <laughs> um, and then they all make it to the waste. And then as Gen Aiel sort of not necessarily forget their mandate, but like start to like, it gets further and further and further generation by generation from what they were told to do for the Aes Sedai. They're still following that way of the leaf. They're still following the nonviolence and everything that was the original Aiel way. And then as, as I said, as they forget and as time passes and as things happen to them, that's when some of them start to go back to the Westlands 
teaching right. the way of the leaf and become the Tuathan rather than them actually fracturing into multiple way of the leaf followers while they're still in Randland. I always thought that it was more Janail that have just gone back to the Westland start calling themselves something else. So, I mean, if I were, sorry, go ahead, Josh. I, I was just going to say, well, I, I had a, I had a bit of a thought, so go ahead and hit it. Okay. So uh, at least the way I read it, and I think the way I remember it is when mm -hmm. the Dashain Aiel leave, um, leave, uh, Parandeesan, call, yes. call them doc. I think, yeah, yep. Parandeesan is their, their final kind of place. Um, <clears throat> they leave with uh, a very small handful of Aes Sedai. Um, no, no, the Aes Sedai send them. Well, no, I think, they, I think no, there's, there's a couple that they, go they, with them. To, they to have several Aes Sedai with them. They have several Aes Sedai with the, them, the yes. And their whole trek from Perrin Deeson uh, out to the Waste, and the reason they're even going towards uh, the Waste, or what mm -hmm. becomes the Aya Waste, is they're really? trying to avoid detection, uh, and they're being attacked the entire time they're traveling. They're being uh, ambushed or being killed by brigands, by uh, male chandlers that are <laughs> kind of drawn, like, they're insane, and they're kind of they're drawn, drawn in the by the presence of yep. other, yeah, the Tarangar, all other chandlers. Um, and you see this massive group moving with Aes Sedai, and mm -hmm. there's going to be people that hate the Aes Sedai now because all this is happening because of them in their mind. Right. Um, and so in that, I always imagined that you have groups that get separated, they get split off, they get left behind. And the groups that get left behind um, become the Tuathan. Um, they get separated from the purpose. So they no longer have that. Fair. They slowly lose that whole, we had a promise to the Aes Sedai. And they, so that's why they hold on to the song. Because they remember mm. singing the songs to help the, the growth of the world and the peace of the world yes. and the, the accumulation of power. Um, and then the distinction between the Jin Aiel and the modern Aiel uh, comes up through the visions we see with Rand. Oh, 100%, um, yeah. Where we see them finally decide, you know, enough's enough. We're not going to be beaten up anymore. Because at this time, they've lost all the Aes Sedai. The Aes Sedai aren't there oh, with yeah. them. And they just, right. you, you have that group that gets disenfranchised. Like, we're being used. They just left us like lambs for the slaughter to clean up their mess and hold on to their goods for them to come back and take later and it'll never do anything to us. I'm tired of watching my family get killed and starved and, and, and die. Right, though? Um, and they decide, yeah. And so they decide to do something about it. Um, and they, they hold on to their, mm -hmm. yeah, but they hold on to their roots by, their roots to the uh, to the Aes Sedai um, by using a spear instead of a sword because, you know, a sword's only purpose is to kill. Mm -hmm. And a spear can be used for many things. Yes. Um, so they do that. And then, of course, the, the Jinnayel, um hold on to peace and, and servitude. And that's why, ultimately, when they get uh, to the I.L. waste, they start making Iridion. They're trying mm -hmm. to rebuild from the ruins of, of what the Aes have done to give the Terangarala, or the Angriol in mass, um, a place to reside and a place for Ruidion? the Aes to return to. Yeah. Ruins? Ruidium? is the way i is the way i always kind of well not always kind of read it but as we're talking about it the way i think about it i don't know that i really actually gave it a ton of thought other than the general like yeah of course the tuathan came from the genio and of course the genio came from the the massive group in in the beginning yeah i think it's just I, a, a question of sort of when that 
split happened and how it happened and i'm guessing that the answer is both <laughs> like <laughs> a bit yeah well i mean we get to see well, it's gonna have to, to be see, gradual over time we yes, get to see the uh the exodus from Parandeson through rand's visions in the crystal columns which is a shit ton of carts filled with angreal sangreal and tirangreal it is being taken away to protect them from the madness of male channelers. Mm -hmm. And at that point in time, the Aiel are a homogenous group of people who are living that day's equivalent of the way of the leaf. They are the ultimate pacifists. Mm -hmm. They leave Parandeson. They begin their trek across the Westlands. And I don't think... I don't think they have a destination in mind. If I'm not mistaken, their goal is to find a safe place. Correct. They don't know where that safe place is. They're seeking that safe place. And once they find that safe place, they will store the Terangreal, Angreal, and Sangreal uh, until it's safe again for everybody. And I believe the implied mission is to basically yes yeah, stay on the move until whatever this is is solved so i think this is one of my favorite bits of storytelling that robert jordan gives us because as as we know and as we get confer confirmation um from interviews and 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 journals notes and more most recently with origins of the wheel of time um written by michael livingston which if you haven't read it please go read it like holy hell it's so good um you get to learn a lot of things about how robert jordan loves the idea of 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 historical misunderstandings perpetrated along a long timeline mm -hmm. right um examples of this is Lem flying to the moon in the belly of an eagle and it's like okay but john glenn wasn't the one who went to the moon first it was neil armstrong but historically speaking you know it's it's not a a big leap to combine the two people into one person who went to the moon and then it was no longer a space shuttle it was no longer a space program it was an eagle who i mean the evolution of the culture is is really, I think, intriguing because you have mm -hmm. the Aiel leaving Parandeson with a cart with carts full of these objects of power, and as as they travel, you have what's widely accepted as the first split, and I think, and I'm not exactly sure the details on this one because the first one is the group of Aiel who went okay, it's cool that we're wandering around with these objects of power. That's not going to fix it. We used to sing. We used to... Andrew just posted peace. it in the... In oh, the thing. Yeah. oh, shit. Okay, look at you, Andrew. Yeah. yeah. You hit so that? The founding of a school song. Hit that. Yeah. So if you oh. just read oh. that, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, you're the one who posted it. <laughs> yeah. I don't no, know. I was like, you said hit that. I thought there was like kudos or something like that well, i was like also oh. kudos also all kudos. right so the first the first split amongst the uh the shine occurred there so they're traveling 
uh, in the su- in the southern part of the Westlands, uh, and they were raided. Some of them, led by Solwyn, decided, hey, fuck the Aes Sedai commands because uh, we're the ones fucking dying. So screw that. Um, we're going to abandon these relics because they're just slowing us down, weighing us down, and making us nice, juicy targets for all these uh, brigands and such. So we're just going to leave. We're going to stick. It's funny. They say screw the command, but they're following the first promise they made to the eyes of that. Uh, to continue moving until they find a place of safety where no one can harm them. Uh, which, uh, spoiler alert, uh, that doesn't actually exist. But uh, anyway, it's a nice idea. Um, <clears throat> and so they're like, but we get this indication that they have been traveling for a very long time at this point. Because even at this split, when they leave, they're like, we're going to go find somewhere safe and we're going to find the songs we've forgotten that we sang to mourn, that we sang to bring about peace, that we mm-hmm. sang all the time for the Aes Sedai to aid them. Um, and this is whenever um, uh, Aiden uh, Outrage looks at Solwyn's group and says, you no longer have the right to call yourself Aeol. And thus the Tuatha An name is born or the traveling people and of course, yeah, they, they still follow the way of the loop. They yeah. they deem finding the song as or finding the song as we know it in 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 the time that we read the books. But they start prioritizing that as a means of healing rather than just wandering with relics. Correct. Actually, sorry, they keep they keep the first two promises to be I said because the second is to keep the covenant the way of the loop. Yes. Right. Also, I just want to throw out there, this does not happen very rarely, but Andrew brought receipts. I'm just wrong. I'm not going to say that there aren't <laughs> ever any Genail who leave Ruidian after going to the Waste to go join the traveling people in the Westlands, oh, yeah. but he 100% brought receipts. And so, yeah, he's just right, and I'm just misremembering the story. So, nicely done. In all fairness, uh, there's definitely three different kind of Aiel. I'm for a reread. Right, apparently. I gotta go back through those crystal columns. I kind of want to, you know what? I, I'm doing a reread. I'm gonna start tomorrow. It's happening. Eye of the world happening. Guys. Wait, um, Guys. Uh, you now actually have 15 books to read because Origin. Yes! There, there was only 14 before. Now there's two. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know that you think one of them is a conspiracy, <laughs> but one of them, it is 16 Andrew, books long. There, there are 16 books, Andrew. No, no, there's only 15. I, I hate actually, to break actually, this to actually, that's not true. That's not true. There are Wrong. actually 18 books. I wasn't counting the companion or the big bad book, the big white book of bad art. Yep. I almost pulled a Malcolm. I wasn't counting those because they're. Like definitive, like glossary compendium kind of. Well, book. as is Origin of the Wheel of Time in a lot of ways. Ah, it's not. Oh. I, no, no, no. I again, I get that it's not totally written that way, but neither is uh, the the basically the new version of the Big Bad Book of White Art. Wait. <laughs> Uh, it's also written more story-esque as well. And so the only one that's like really just straight up fucking glossary is the companion. The, the, yes, the companion is more Fair. like the companion is more like an appendix. Yes. I mean, 
you can remove your appendix and be totally fine but you know well, we were going the same place with that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I was anyway. to say, like it's only purpose is to sit there and like gather bacteria kind of they think <laughs> maybe so so we have we have the first break the or the first split where i mean i mean and picture this though you've got beats bears thousands hundreds of thousands people i don't know in 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 rand's visions uh when he's going through the glass columns the it's implied that the the wagon train is so massive that you can't stand at the front of it and see the end of it like there's just so many people there it's it's insane and it's all with the purpose of we got to make sure that insane men don't find this we got to make sure insane clown posse doesn't <laughs> find the angry icp can't find me <laughs> imagine Smart what they can Jesus do with all this. their with all their fago and angry as as we as <laughs> But the real question is, did the Jedi Yell need to buy their own uniforms and equipment and camping gear and firearms and all my all my IL juggalo homies? Okay. 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 We don't wear a veil, we just paint our face. I hate everything about this analogy right now. Why? Why? It's fantastic. <laughs> so the first split is people basically being like, okay, we've been wandering around for I don't know. It's been a couple decades at least. Like it's Anybody not else getting like like uh old testament Exodus vibes. Moses vibes, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, I know that's like probably like super, super clear. Oh, I was but... gonna say like I'm is not saying that like that's a revolutionary. Not like no, okay, no. good. Uh-oh. Thank God. Cool. No. <laughs> I was worried Thankfully, about you I, just I grew up with the Christian <laughs> tradition, so anytime anybody leaves, my brain hardwires to go to Exodus. <laughs> <laughs> good luck wandering for 40 years, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and just get a GPS. Go. <laughs> So, but but in they've been four thousand miles. If left if turn, if right, hmm. we went left turns for the last eight hundred years. <laughs> um, I I feel like I feel like at this point in time, these guys are going okay. It's not getting better. The problems are not being solved, and as we know from the breaking of the world, you had a problem with. Yet you had two problems. A hundred years later, you still had two problems. One problem was 99 problems, but a sidene ain't one. Um, you had male channelers who had been inside steadings who went, maybe it's okay now. I can leave the steading. Boom! Insane! And caused another issue, which I believe is a pretty strong metaphor for people who have imagine stepping outside and getting issues, boom, snapped to reality it, for people who oh, have medications when you have a medication that you need to take take your Mom's medication spaghetti. don't don't just stop taking your medication all, all of a sudden one day and go i'm better take your meds it's okay um and and uh, the blood birth, on the sweater already 
of new oh. I'm gonna mute my mic because I, I am just interrupting Josh left and right. No, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> you got some solid points. <laughs> uh, and the second problem they keep running against is new male channelers being born who will obviously inevitably touch the source and go insane as well and be drawn to the objects of power. And you've got these people that have been doing this for decades, presumably. And they go, look, it's not getting better. We're doing this. We're wandering around because the Aes Sedai told us to. The Aes Sedai aren't even with us anymore. We keep getting attacked. We keep getting killed. We're going to abandon these objects of power. And we're going to go back to what we knew once upon a time, which was we had singing. We were working with the Ogier. We had songs of power. Um, there were all these things. So we're gonna we're gonna leave, we're gonna dip, and we're gonna go back to what we knew, which was serving and extreme pacifism. And they just kind of go, okay, bye. We're we're heading out. We're gonna we're gonna leave now. I, you guys, I'm ahead out. Yeah, you guys, you guys <laughs> can keep doing that. It's cool. You're awesome. Solvan grows out his hair and just looks at at Aiden and is like, you know what was really sweet? When we just sat around saying help people and nobody tried to fucking murder us. We're going to go try to do that again. Did Robert Jordan make a hippie joke? Is that a hippie joke? Because Uh, Solvan did specifically grow out his hair to not look like a Jedi. I mean, the whole thing is probably a nod to the 60s. I mean, RJ was Kind of in, mm-hmm. you know, also three things that <laughs> oh, I want to say no. about what you just brought up. Number one, uh, well, sorry, three things in general because I think one of these was Andrew. To be fair, um, number one, uh, I do appreciate the fact that I want to now see a short of an ogier holding on to the end of a rope tied around a male channeler as they walk out of the steading and he's just like it's probably fine i'm probably gonna be okay but just in case if i walk out there and start freaking out just pull me right back in man <laughs> I, I i love that i love i love the idea of having like you know those like lifesaver rings that are always on ships yeah man overboard throw out a lifesaver ring yeah i want a lifesaver i like want lifesaver rings hanging on trees at the border of the steady <laughs> there we go yes um and then in case of insane uh channeler <laughs> pause out of steading in case of insanity break glass <laughs> um and number two in case of insanity, uh, I do break also... glass and whoop at. I do also really appreciate that again this is a situation where um as we've already talked about there is a lot of just shit going on in the world and they've been at this for a long time and the longer and longer and longer and longer that you do things the more you're going to get frustrated with your current situation whatever that might be 
You could even have a great situation going on. And if you just do that over and over and over again, you're going to get tired of it. Now add to that the fact that these people aren't in a great situation and Nick gets old a lot fucking faster. Um, And so they're running around doing the same thing every day and getting screwed over by just about everybody. And so I really appreciate that there are three mandates that Andrew put in uh, to the chat here. That the promise is that the Aiel made to the Aes Sedai before they left Perendizan. One, to keep moving, always moving, till they find a place of safety where no one can harm them. Two, keep the covenant the way of the leaf. Three, preserve the objects given into their charge until they want them again. You read the second one to keep the covenant and all I could think was just like an image in my head of Master Chief looking up being like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Master Chief. I will keep the covenant in the uh, ground. But so what I'm what I'm interested in here is that there are three kinds of Aiel here. One of them is doing all three. They say we are absolutely the originalists. We really need to go ahead and do this. We made these promises to the Aes Sedai. We will keep them until the end. There's another you know what group, Jin translates in, translates to, right? I I do not remember word for word, but it's like the ones who keep the covenant or whatever. So yeah, in in short, like modern English, it'd be true dedicated. Yeah, there you go. Um and so then you have a group who's like, all right, the I said I aren't even here anymore. We want to keep moving and find a safe place. We want to keep the covenant, but fuck their objects. Their objects are not important to us. Get this shit out of here. I'm so done with it. The wagons are actually part of what's holding us back. Let's just go. In Boom. the words now of you George have... Thurgood, that don't confront me. Right? So now we have a group who's doing all three. Now we have a group who's doing two. And then you have the ones who are just like, guys, we don't need to keep their stuff and the covenant isn't helping us. We're done. So they're still moving, always moving till they find a place of safety, which is the waste, which I mean, like you could argue that it's safe, but at least it's safe from people in a lot of ways. Like every, it's Australia. So everything there wants to kill you, but not like humans, like just like everything else, just wants to kill you. you know, the sun, the lack of water, all the animals, like everything else wants to kill you, but the people are like, meh. They don't really come here much. So it's like safe. Uh, but again, I really love that Robert Jordan did that again, where he was like three commandments, three groups of people, people who lose each one of the, uh, or or who, who decide that their mandate is no longer to follow all three, but just one of their promises or the ones that they feel the most obligated to or the ones that resonate with them the most or whatever it is that you want to say but there are people who are going to lose those promises after years and years and generations and generations of trying to follow this and just getting fucked and i think i had a third one but i don't remember what it was so there you go i have two 
great um i don't know i said it earlier and i i am now realizing that i was wrong um <clears throat> other than the uh the il that split off and become the tuathon Mm -hmm. and the IL that split off to become the modern IL. Yeah. Uh, those that remain as the Gen IL uh, still have Aes Sedai with them. So Aes Sedai oh. watch their prom the promises that were made to them be broken. Oh, shit. The second, because uh, it's the Aes Sedai that actually, they create the, the Terangriol in Ruidion. So oh, that that's the right. IL can remember their past so that they're ready for the fight against the shadow. Um, and to that end, I would posit that the Gen IL, I, I like the, the evenness of the three, but I would posit that the Gen IL actually kept all three promises. Oh, 100%. I agree oh. with that. Yeah. That was what I was saying was that there was oh, okay, I got you. the modern IL keep number one. The Tuatha'an keep one and two. The Jen'a'il keep one, two, and three. Nobody loses all of them, but each group sort of, the each break loses one of the, the promises. And so there are oh, okay. two breaks, yes. three groups, well, two yeah. promises. How many uh, times also, do we I, see sorry, this? I remembered a, what I was thinking, and I also thought of a new one. It'll be quick. My my third thought was how fucking amazing would it be if like for the premiere of whatever season for the TV show has the crystal columns in it, they just make a crystal columns and it's just like, obviously everybody would see the same thing or like they'd have a few loops or whatever, but like you could just walk through the crystal columns and like watch like these video screens or like these holograms oh. or whatever going on around you. It would be fucking amazing. Uh, and my other thought right there is um, that's actually one of the things I've always thought was interesting about their feeling towards the IE or the Aes Sedai. Cause the Juathan don't seem to actually care that much about Aes Sedai. Uh, they've kind of lost the Aes Sedai thing entirely, but um, well, yeah, but the Gen Aiel still have Aes Sedai with them and still very much respect them and are like, these were our, uh, we were dedicated to them. They are still the people that we follow. And, but even the modern uh, Aiel that have gone away from the way of the leaf and gone away from Ruidian in a lot of ways, I mean, they still use it for, for different rituals and things, but blah, blah, blah. Even the modern Aiel who kind of dislike the Aes Sedai because they'll like see an Aes Sedai and they're like, hey, you guys were the ones who mandated us to do stuff. And then fucking we kept dying and you didn't do shit like that kind of stuff. They still they don't like them, but they still respect them. And it's this really weird relationship that I've always really appreciated of the Aiel is this like some of them really don't like I said I, but when they speak, they listen. Some of them are still super devoted to I said I, even though they're not actually Genaiel, and still like listen when they speak. But it's always respect, even though it's this sort of spectrum of like either fuck the police or like no, the police are amazing. Like it's this whole like thing of you'll meet Aiel who are like I said I are shit. But then Maureen shows up and they're like, all right, listen to what she has to say. But then there are others who are like, I said I are dope. And then Maureen shows up and they're like, all right, cool. 
Maureen's the shit. And so it's like this weird, I it's I've always thought that, that was a really cool thing that that Robert Jordan you know, had. Anyway, Josh, you had thoughts. Go. It, it's it's interesting to me because you, you're absolutely correct. We we talk about the first split. Do about the first time that people left the caravans with the objects mm-hmm. of power? And they go, We're getting attacked, we're getting killed. It's not cool. This isn't helping. I, I think that's I think that's a huge distinction point, right? Because their point is this isn't helping. These objects are not important. Nobody's stealing these objects. They're just killing us. Like it's not there. There's they're more historical relics than they are tools to be used. And so they leave and they say, "Yeah, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna try and find the original way things were done because that's what's gonna help." They're they're looking for a way to help. Which is very, very, very genial of them. Oh yeah. The the second split, which I believe is the piece of of lore that establishes the foundation for the modern Aiel, mm-hmm. happens when you've got raiders who aren't just content to attack, kill, and rob. They also have to kidnap. Yep. And there are some people that are like look we're not okay with this we need to go rescue our kids like they're kids they can't this is not okay sister they they form a party they put on their dust veils and they're like we're gonna go get our kids back and one of them accidentally in self-defense kills Mm -hmm. one of the raiders and we we actually did go back and listen to our crystal columns episodes because we actually did some audio uh auditions which is great i love it and uh we've got a we got a person named lewin who is the leader of the rescue party and while this rescue party is happening one of the uh, raiders dies uh, thus not following the way of the leaf but in this moment the 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 rescue party kind of goes okay yeah, we're not following the way of leaf, but we are preserving our ability to follow the rules of the Aes Sedai, to follow the charge of the Aes Sedai, which is to protect these goods. And it, I understand that the modern Aiel don't necessarily have that charge, but they definitely have a mentality of we need to learn to fight to protect ourselves. So that in the last battle, we can protect the, the dragon reborn. And so it's, it's, it's a very interesting cultural evolution that we get among the progression of the story. It's interesting too, because they, they change from being the servants of the servants to being the people of the dragon. And in the breaking, or right before the breaking, like literally right before the breaking, what did the dragon do? He went out and he waged war. So it's fitting that their name then becomes the people of the dragon, um, <clears throat> being that they would kind of follow in the dragon's footsteps, following in the 
uh, the kind of <clears throat> male-led channeler sept of the, or not channeler uh, sept, but the, uh, the hunter companion. Um, but the other thing that I find interesting is, so we're talking, this is pre-White Tower, uh, mm -hmm. an era where oath rods and binding chair or binding rods existed. It wasn't an oath rod uh, yet. I mean, same thing, but um, it was only used for criminals. So these Aes Sedai, uh, they're not, they're not giving up half of their life uh, unless like they're convicted of some crime and then they're, they're exiled anyway. Right. Um, so the breaking lasts uh, anywhere between 239-ish to 200 or 344 years. 239 to 344 years, somewhere around in that mm -hmm. um, is the length, which is, I think, without a binding rod or oath rod, well within the lifespan of Aes Sedai. Oh, 100%. Um, so I, I'd be interested, and I like, wonder... Or not Catswain, uh, one of the kin is like 400 years old. So yeah. Oh, right. So uh, assuming that they don't get killed off, uh, mm -hmm. the Aes Sedai remain with them, and I'm sure they might have like young... Uh, young children maybe that become Aes Sedai or something. I'm sure there's at least one or two of those. But statistically, there kind of has to be. But for the for the Daishane IL and then the, the subsequent three sections or seps of IL, if you would want to call it uh, the seps of the seps of the IL, but go into more seps below them. Um, they're going through many generations as we see through Rand's feud. Mm -hmm. So the the Aes Sedai are like yeah i was there when y'all made this promise and they're talking I to like the third again, generation yeah they're talking to like the third generation of the il who by now only know of parent decent as a folktale that their parents and yes. the crazy and, and the magic you know the magic ladies tell them about there's there's nothing tangible about that they have no ties to parent decent other than the the Aes Sedai being there and helping them they have no ties to the Aes Sedai. So it, it makes sense that ultimately that the, uh, the modern Aiel are very respectful of the Aes Sedai. Yep. But all they really remember is we, our, our ancestors made promises, they broke the promises. So now our punishment is to live in, uh, in the threefold land uh, as atonement, but we heavily respect uh, Aes Sedai but there's still that fire in their bellies about yes we respect them but they're not in charge of us anymore yeah uh, i just think it's no, crazy exactly. to think about that you know the same the same Aes Sedai that that charges them uh oh god what was her name solinda solindra yeah solinda yeah, yeah. solinda Sedai. um that there's a i mean if she survived and went with them there's a good chance she was there um when the glass columns were built and that would yep. also make sense as to why they hold the memories of so many uh, different ancestors, which I wonder yeah. how, how they did that. Like, did they have a way to capture the memories of these Aiel as they were dying or before they died to record them in some way to play them back? Because we don't see, we don't see them come uh, from like a third person kind of know. view. Rand experiences them as the ancestors. That's so I mean, it's almost like, I, I uh, think like it's, the Avatar movie where they could like kind of port their memories into the trees or into right. the planet. I, I feel like it's more like the Animus 
from Assassin's Creed where it doesn't actually matter what was happening when they died, but it's like etched in your DNA is basically what they're saying. I love that. Oh yeah. No, dude, I, from the very day that I started playing Assassin's Creed, which was after I read this particular book with the crystal columns, I was just like, did some motherfucker read wheel of time and just decide that this was like, (laughs) I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Okay, Dude, Ubisoft. I, like what, uh, I know you I like what he comes with the Ubisoft. wine says. I think that's a good idea. And it, it, it would kind of match Taps with the, into the threads of the pattern. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I, no, that, I also like that. Good catch, that, Andrew. And good post. He goes with wine. The the big important thing is you've you've got I almost wonder if there's a thank god a, we have the reason the glass columns were uh, built and purposed was a sort of don't forget where you come from. We, we understand the only thing, the only guarantee that we have in life is that shit changes, right? And those who forget the past are destined to repeat it. So when you have this kind of Teron Grial, and we do have confirmation of two Aes Sedai that helped build and established Ruidian, mm-hmm. and it stands to reason that they also helped build the glass columns Teron Grial. Mm-hmm. I would think, or I would guess, that they built the glass columns Teron Grial with the idea or purpose of creating an anchor point for the Aiel at a specific point in time so that they had some connection or link to the past so that they may learn where they come from so that they may know where they need to go in the future. Yep. Which I know sounds incredibly vague, but I think in the context of the story, it is incredibly important Mm -hmm. um as we see with rand basically spilling the tea and saying yep this is what it is and all of the aisle leadership going oh fuck cooladin's a bitch and rand is it yeah and i have to believe that there were some of them who went Cooladin is an idiot, but I don't like what Rand is saying. And sure. I know that that's what's really happening, but I'm going to just pretend like that's not what's really happening. Yep. And, and you just have, you just have a real like impressive bit of cultural I don't want to say like disillusion. I don't want to say that the culture uh, dissolved or disappeared. I don't think it did. I think a more accurate descriptor of what happened to the culture of the Genial is like what you guys were implying earlier. And that is that you had the Genial as a homogenous group who followed three oaths. And then you had some splits and it formed what we as readers 
initially recognized as two separate groups. One, the Tuatha'an in their wagons, wandering aimlessly, looking for the song. And two, the traditional Aiel who are combatants in the highest order. And it seems to fly in the face, directly fly in the face of the original Jainil, but at the same time, you talk to them about it and they go, okay, that's like one thing that we didn't do, but the other two things we did really, really great. So, yep. I mean, two out of three. So give us credit. <laughs> no, yeah, two don't three be sad, because two out of three ain't bad. R.I.P. Meatloaf. Also, so I just had a little bit of, I mean, my mind wasn't blown, but I had a cool thought, uh, which was that the he who comes with the wine said something earlier that was, you know, it traces your thread back and back and back. Uh, and I love the idea in a lot of ways of the tapestry of the ages and all of the threads and whatnot uh, being... Do you know those pictures where, like, it's a picture, but it's made up of a shitload of pictures? Yeah. I just oh, love yeah, yeah, yeah. to imagine the idea of, like, the first people who were put into the world were threads in the pattern. And they formed together one picture, like one image, one tapestry. And then as they had kids, their threads went off and started making other new pictures. And now you just have this absolutely giant tapestry that is so many pictures made up of so many other pictures. And basically what the Crystal Columns is doing is you walk into them and it zooms in on your ancestors pictures that are little parts of the larger pictures and whatnot it's i fucking love that that's amazing i, I, yes. I love that it comes yeah. the line, farther you back. and i are so on board you you same brainwaves sorry andrew you were saying let's, let's keep going further back so we can see what podcast rand's ancestors were on or listened to the Blair podcast obviously no no, yeah. Rand's ancestors listened to I, earlier podcasts. I hate uh, to bring Rand's, it to you. Rand's father actually was a contributor on Dragon Mount. And then before that, it was. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Tom, wait. Tom and Tom. Okay. Tom and Tam. Tom. Tom. Oh, yeah. Why did I say Tom and Tom? I definitely meant Tom and Tam. Okay. Listen. Tom and Tom. That's a, Tom, it's actually a really good coffee place in California. Tom uh, is a, a really great guy as well. Oh, okay. He's, uh, do you think he knows? Do you think he knows? No. I think he knows. I don't no, think I he don't does. I don't think he knows. It's Tom, Dick I think he is just like the original, ignorant. like Tom, Julian, and Matt. <laughs> there yes. you go. Uh, all right. Okay, so here, here's here's the thing. Uh, Jen Aiel, um, final thoughts. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Go. So my final thoughts on the Jen Aiel is... gets up is... and walks away. 
I'm going to split myself into three people. Uh, and, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I... I don't think I have the fortitude to actually have been one of the Jedi'il, one of the people who actually kept every promise to the Aes Sedai that they made leaving Parandis. And I think that I am a man of integrity. Um, and certainly, again, if you think about sort of if I was a person who lived long enough to be an Aes Sedai or whatever, that if I personally made those promises to the eyes that I then I would keep it till the end if I lived that long personally but if I was fourth generation fifth generation sixth generation of human born into a situation where my ancestors made these commitments to the eyes that I I don't think I would have had the fortitude to go along with it I'm pretty sure I absolutely would have turned to your shit's not important to me, I'm out. Or I'm sick of my family and friends being killed and or taken and I gotta go spear a motherfucker in the face. Like, I feel very strongly that I would not have the fortitude to do it, which means that I am that much more impressed given that I don't think I could do what these people did, that there was anybody left by the end of this trip and that there was anybody left to build Ruidian and anybody left with any wagons of terror on Griol at all and that or on Griol or you know whatever that I reading the story I just feel so much for the people who left the original Aiel Covenant that the fact that anybody even started on Ruidian blows my mind on some some levels and so i cannot respect these people enough i know that they are fictitious but there are people out there in the world who after generation after generation are still keeping promises that their parents and grandparents and great-grandparents made to people or families or whatever and i i couldn't do it and so the respect that I have for this group of people who made it to the Waste with any amount of wagons, started building Ruidian, started going ahead and, and sort of like penultimate completing their sort of promises to their servants, the, the, the people that they were serving, uh, is so impressive to me. And I... It, it it has always been a thing where I wish that I was the kind of person who could actually do that, but I don't think I am. Uh, and so the the Genial are dope, and they should always be regarded with respect. And I I don't I that that's it. They should just always <laughs> be regarded with respect. <laughs> Andrew, what do you got? What you got? What you got? Um. I mean, I, I I agree a lot with what Daniel said. Um, if it was me as I am now, like, or with my current mentality, placed into the middle of the, the Dashane IL, uh, same thing. I wouldn't have blasted past the first encounter. I would have started picking up shit and stabbing motherfuckers um, or something. 
Um, <laughs> it's impossible to know how I would have actually done that because, because I also wasn't born, <clears throat> born, bred, and raised um, in this in this kind of like emphasis on peace, you know, mm-hmm. um, which we see isn't full. Mm, that's I mean, that's that's the yeah. biggest thing with uh, the the dumpster fire that is Aram. Um, mm-hmm. He's born and bred into the way of the leaf, um, and and abandons it. And once he now, once he abandons that, he also abandons all other morality that anybody would consider normal. So see, uh, and that's he's a, maybe he's just a shit person, but um, or has say, issues. Who knows? It's one of the two: shit person or has issues, yes. um, or some combination of both. I yeah, mean, it could be both. Yeah. Or can no los dos? Um. But I don't know, um, and uh, I'll I'll bring it up because I'm, I'm, if Josh wasn't already planning on it, I know Jamie <clears throat> or he who comes with the wine has brought it up in the live chat. The the remaining Gen IL, um, <clears throat> it is the one part of Origins that I have at least skimmed through, and I mm. remember vaguely enough uh, to bring it up. Uh, the Gen IL as a people um, are unequivocally extinct. As a people, yes. they no longer exist. Yes. Um, however, there is a lineage that, at least through the events of the of the series that we read, or at least up through, uh, well, when do we see her last? When do we see Nakomi last? Uh, she shows is up it, in is it only Memory the... of Light. Okay, uh, so uh, she shows well, up in a Memory of Light for a for a little bit for one conversation. Talk, she talks to Rand. Yeah. yeah. And then she's gone again. So she shows up twice. Oh, yeah. Because she talks as Rand. Rand leaves Shao Ghul. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so she shows um, up twice. And the first conversation is like actually a whole thing. The second conversation is like a blip. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Nakomi uh, is, is the latest in the line. It's not implied that she is the last. Um, of her lineage so that would imply i mean theoretically there has to be a hidden set of Jin il with enough populace uh to to continue to uh, to have progeny uh to continue to make descendants um and there's a chance that whenever the rest of the il send off like the the, we have the lost or they send off the the male channelers uh before the before they know everything's cleansed that some of these folks are picked up and absorbed into the Gen IL. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be how they're keeping their numbers up and keeping the gene pool diversified enough to you know avoid the obvious problems of uh, uh, being royalty. I mean, inbreeding, um, which I think is pretty cool. But we do find out that the, <laughs> as a reward for maintaining their promises uh, to the best uh, of human capability. Uh, that the Gen IL lineage continues on to provide um, a vessel or avatar of the creator. Um, so a, a light side version of Shadar Haran for yep. the creator. Um, and that becomes part of the purpose, lore, and identity of the clan, uh, which I think, considering who their avatars of, will continue on. It might just be through sheer creator willpower. I mean, you don't get a name like creator without being able to just create more Jin Ail. 
that they will continue on in perpetuity and probably provide a lot, if not the entirety of the impetus for the reforming of the Daishan IO in the future. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my thought. Love All right, real quick before Josh goes, I had a thought earlier and I do want to throw it out here real quick. Number one, I think this actually, with the advent of actually finding out who Nakomi is, I think that we've not fully, because you never really can, but like more so put a solid hole in the thought that the creator is actually non-existent at this point. If he actually has, an, if, sorry, if they, if the creator actually has an avatar, a la Shada Haran, um, in the world acting on it and shows up twice, I think that mostly proves that the creator is actually just hands off rather than, oh, they destroyed themselves in the creation of the world or, Blah, 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 which we've actually discussed on this show before, which is why I brought it up. Um, again, not completely gone because, again, trying to go ahead and put in human logic into God or the devil or the dark one or the creator is a little bit foolhardy because, of course, it is. Uh, they are clearly outside the pattern and outside of time and outside of reality. And so rules don't apply. But at the same time, it's not a completely wrong thing to do. Uh, and then the, the number two thing that I had uh, was my my thoughts on sort of the, the continuation of the Genile is it's a little like the Malkiri, where Malkir as a nation is gone. Malkir as a country is gone. 100% out. 100% done. Malkir doesn't exist. You got to go into the blight and fight through a bunch of shit just to get to Malkir, and then you're probably going to die in Malkir anyway because you're still in the Blight. But at the same time, Nynaeve walks around going ahead and finding people who were once Malkiri or descendants of Malkiri or whatever you want to call them and says, hey, yo, Golden Crane flies for Tarman Gaiden. Go join him. And they go, boom, done. I am Malkiri. I am off to go ride with Lan. And so there is a little bit of like even if the sort of nation is extinct does that actually ever mean the people are? It's hard to say. I That's kind of what I feel about the Genail is that they aren't a thing anymore but there are absolutely people if you walked up to them and said are you Genail? They would go I, I am. Yeah exactly. Well, you, so. you know <laughs> Uh, I believe within a month. Uh, it depends on if they do it on or the day after the anniversary. We're not done getting never before revealed to the public information. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, I mean, we'll, so, I, I think it will. I would not say that we'll get that forever, but I think within my lifetime, we will still not run out of like things that Robert Jordan had in his notes and whatnot that are well I mean we have a we have a date that something is allowed to be revealed that Brandon Sanderson Correct. knows as told Rafe um and it yeah. will be able to share uh on or after the 8th of January uh, exactly and I think that there are that there will continue to be things like that uh throughout the entirety of 
through at the very minimum throughout the entirety of the lifetime of the TV show, if not the entirety of my lifetime, for example. Because again, one of the things that we've said before and we'll say again is that Robert Jordan took extensive notes and there is so much that he wrote down that never made it into a book. And so I'm I'm looking forward to all of those different things. Anyway, sorry, I have interrupted Josh enough. What are your final thoughts? Please my, go for it. <laughs> my final thoughts with the Gen Aiel, um, I I absolutely love this culture for two reasons. One, because you have some of the as as Daniel and Andrew have identified, you have some of the most morally strong, most convicted characters slash culture in the entire story. Um, evidence of this is when the thousands of Aiel linked arms and sang to lose Theron to try and bring him back and Luz Theron killed every single one of them and now you think to yourself oh yeah cool he killed them all that doesn't necessarily mean they're strong no what makes them strong is the last one stood there and sang for hours I don't remember I don't know could have it, been was, it was could have been hours but i'm sure it felt i'm i'm gonna say it was hours and 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 loose there and stood there stared into the eyes of this person as he sang for the healing of the dragon only to finally be killed at the hands of that same man mm -hmm. this man who had killed thousands of people this 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 Genial who watched thousands of his brothers and sisters, his kinsmen murdered brutally by the power, and then stood there and stared loose there and in the eyes, knowing and seeing firsthand what he had done, and still sang to him to please come back. Please, yeah. please, this is not you. This is not you. And it's, it's, it's such a tragic moment in the stories, but it speaks to the moral turpitude of the Genial. It speaks to their absolute supreme integrity. The, the, I and you 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 get a sense of how dedicated these people are to their cause. And when you have that illustration, and I apologize to everybody in the live chat. I hurt people, and that's it's it's okay. I mean, technically, you just <laughs> brought up a thing that Robert Jordan hurt us with, but that, yes. that hurt I, us all. I hate, I hate to be that guy, uh, but quick point of correction, that wasn't lose Theron. That was uh Jarek Mondarin. Oh fuck, you're right. O R A. You're right. Same you're thing. Right. And he did like he 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 looked at them like he was puzzling through them, mm -hmm. and he would kill oh, some. Right. They would close the ranks. He would puzzle it out some more. 
he would kill more right. until there was right. only one left. And the story goes that he listened to the last one sing for almost an hour there before he killed them and then turned uh, Zora, which was the city, T-Z-O-R-A, turned it into a literal sheet of glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, can you imagine being that last Jenail singing for an hour, literally surrounded by the entrails of your brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. No. The answer is I do not no, have the fortitude nobody, to do so. Nobody but yeah, can, continue. <laughs> and so, and so what you have is you have this really impressive cultural evolution from Jenail to Tuatha'an and modern quote unquote modern day Ail. And thanks, Andrew. One thing that remains unchanged across all of them is their dedication to what they believe is the most important aspect of their culture. I, I, you cannot, they gave up on the modern Ail gave up on the way of the leaf. Mm -hmm. They gave up on uh, killing. They gave up on fighting and violence and combat. But they never gave up on their dedication to the dragon, the dedication to uh, not carrying a sword. Mm -hmm. The Tuatha'an never gave up on finding the song, finding what's going to heal the rift, what's going to heal the one power so that they don't have to live in fear anymore. And to set such a powerful foundational example, I think is a truly unique and powerful thing. And I, I really, really love that. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's a painful story. I know it hurts, but it gives us such a beautiful illustration of how dedicated these people were and continue to be to what they believe is important to healing the world. Yep. And I, and I love it. I, it is just one of the many, many, many facets of what makes the Wheel of Time the greatest story ever told. Agreed. So, hey, thanks for being here, guys. Gotta fucking breathe for a second after Josh just beat the shit out of me with Robert Jordan's I story. Punched <laughs> you in your emotional nuts. <laughs> and I am not sorry. Wait, is it like metaphorical nuts that are just emotional or is it like do his nuts have tear ducts? Both. Do they blush? Fair enough. Uh Excuse me, these are my uh, reproductive nuts and these are my these, emotional support. These nuts. are my spiritual cojones. Please don't nuts. punch me in my aura cojones. Oh, uh, yikes. Yep. Thanks All for right, being guys. here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being awesome. Thanks for being the best damn listeners in the entire Wheel of Time fandom. I mean, it's we know that you know that it's it's the best kept secret. If I'm saying it, okay, I'm just saying it. I'm just saying.
Um, you guys are awesome. Uh, Daniel's awesome. Andrew's awesome. I'm awesome. We're all awesome together. We're on this big journey of awesomeness together. I want to thank you might, personally. One might even say, everything is awesome. One everything is cool might, when you're part of a team. One might indeed awesome say that. When you live in the dream. One, Tell the one, might in, one might indeed say that. One might indeed say that. Um, it is true. Um, but I want to thank you all for conducting yourselves in an orderly fashion whilst receiving this week's dose of taint. Uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, we thank you for being here. And we hope that uh, uh, when you leave here, you leave just a little bit more uh, insane than you were uh, before. And so from all of us here at the Black Tower, I have been your Sorovan Hale. Josh. The keeper of the taint. The keeper of the tentacles. Uh, I have been your Bajan Mahal, Andrew. And I have been your Amin Khan Mahal, Daniel. And from all of us here at the Black Tower, again, Josh said it very eloquently. Thank you for being here. Thank you for always being here. And in case we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Running the show in the tower, you can bring your pain in the tower, you can feel the strain. You've been having so much trouble just fitting.